0: Welcome to season five. Support for the Boner Planet Podcast is presented by Shadow Hunter, Dead Ringer, The Grind, Bomar Archery, Element Outdoors, Reveal Cellular Camera, HHA Sports, and HHA USA. Black Eagle Arrows. Additional support provided by Deer Camp Coffee and Yeti Coolers. Hey guys, welcome to the Boner Plant Podcast. Today we're uh, joined by Jeff Janis. Jeff, how are you, man?
1: Doing pretty good. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, it's great to have you back. It's been a while, actually. So, how's life? (laughs) <laughs> it's, uh, it's been busy.
1: I mean, we built a new house here, so we've been moving into that. It's pretty much finished now. Um, we got the new business up in Oscoda. So I've been been—I've been a busy man.
0: So now tell us, were you born and raised in Michigan?
1: Yeah, I was born in Tawas. Um, I spent some time, like my mom lived in Tawas. My dad lived in Oscoda, which is where our shop is. It's like 15 minutes north. Um, so I would go to his house on the weekends, be in Taos during the week, and went to high school and you know, did all my schooling here in Taos. Nice, oh, very cool.
2: Love it. And you, you went to uh, you went to college too, right? At uh, Saginaw Valley, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yep, yeah, it's about very an eh, hour and a half south. I know you guys are probably familiar with Saginaw, so yeah, no, we
2: are, we are, we definitely. I mean, I, I love every college. You know, we say here in Michigan, at least it's not Western.
1: Yeah, hey, no, hey. You
2: know. <laughs> good.
0: <laughs>
1: Well, they didn't give me a scholarship offer either, so yeah, I'm with you, <laughs>
0: Jeff. When you played for Saginaw, did they? Uh, when you played football for them, did so? Who was your biggest rival, Grand Valley, or who would been oh, yeah. the biggest rival?
1: Yeah, Grand Valley for sure.
0: What years was that? You were there?
1: Uh, let's see, it was 09 to 2013.
0: Okay. We're,
2: we're young, Dave. We're
0: young, Yeah, sorry. Man. I'm too old for that. I, <laughs> yeah. I'll i never forget these two guys, man. They went to, they went to Grand Valley, and they came out of uh, Stevenson High School. Uh, his name was uh, Mike Tennessee and Joe Alls, and they were running backs. And they were just like – they end up going to Grand Valley. And I was going to say, oh, I wonder if you played against them. But obviously, it was many years later. Yeah. <laughs> many <Yeah>. moons.
1: <laughs> Actually, I went on a visit to Grand Valley. Um, I mean, obviously, they were really good. Um, they didn't offer me a scholarship. They were like, well, you're not quite – Scholarship, you know, material, but you could walk on. All right, and then my last visit, I went to Saginaw, and I could just tell that they they saw something in me, and I really liked it there. So I'm like, all right, cool. And then you know, two years later, I'm catching the game winner on Grand Valley. So nice,
3: that's awesome. Yeah, that's That's always a good feeling. (laughs) Little payback.
0: Yep, exactly. So did you have like a favorite out of your whole career? Did you have a favorite coach that you really still? I mean, I know you probably had a lot of good ones, but did you have one that you really liked the most?
1: Yeah, I mean there is, I've had, like I said, quite a few, but I mean, in my, my high school coach, I really liked him. And that was, you know, when recruiting you had to send out like a, you know, a CD of all your highlights to, you know, to even get noticed. And he sent them out to, I mean, he put a lot of work in trying to get me recruited. And, um, you know, that's, I think that's the main reason why anybody even looked at me is because we were sending DVDs of my stuff out everywhere. Cause I mean, you know, Mm -hmm. Tawas is really known and a hotbed for, you know, athletes So um, yeah, I think that really helped to get me, to get me noticed. Um, So he did a lot for me and obviously um, Saginaw Valley coaches, you know, I saw right away when I went and did my workouts there that, you know, their eyes kind of lit up and they saw something in me where all my other visits, you know, they just kind of looked at me as another kid. So, um, you know, I owe those guys a lot, um, a lot of respect for them. And then obviously at the the professional level, everybody is just, all the coaches are top-notch and everybody's so cool. I mean, it was definitely a fun experience.
2: So you're, you're, um, switching subjects a little bit. You're a hunter, right? I mean, that's, that's why we see the deer in the back. Tell, Tell us a little bit about growing up, like who got you into hunting? What were your influences? Like, how did you get started hunting?
1: Um, I got started hunting with my dad. He was pretty much a rifle hunter. That was it. He didn't bow hunt at all. Um, and we just hunted state land out in the middle of nowhere um and it was you know one of those areas. so in
2: tawas it was basically. in inta <laughs> yeah okay, okay. yeah <laughs> <In> okay.
1: <Alberta. laughs> and its it's in an area where if you see a deer you shoot it because you might not see another one you know for the yeah <laughs> and I don't really know why I got hooked on that because you know you'd see maybe one deer all year and it was like oh there it is you know and it didn't matter if it was a doe or a buck you just shot it and yeah we got one love um, it. And then one of my buddies in high school, he kind of got me into bow hunting and he gave me one of his old youth bows. It was a Darton, um, was way too small for me, but I shot the heck out of it really got me into bow hunting. Um, and then once I got my driver's license and I was able to like drive, you know, to go hunting by myself. Um, that's when I really started getting into it, you know, having those deer 20 yards and stuff like that. That's, that's when I was hooked from then on out.
3: Growing up in a place like that though, isn't pretty much everybody a hunter? I mean, was a lot I mean, of your friends
1: pretty much? I, I mean, we get opening day of rifle season, you know, they close school. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, pretty much everybody up here hunts
3: that, yeah. that. And I bet they salmon fish too, eh?
1: Oh, yeah, lots of <laughs> salmon fishing as well. <laughs> that's, yeah, cool. that's that's how I grew up. I grew up on the other side of the state, but we we're in the country, and opening day was a day off school. Oh yeah. But most yeah. people just gun hunted, right? Not a lot of people bow hunted. I didn't pick that up until college, actually. Right, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what, uh, I don't know if it's like from Saginaw down, they still have school, but I think everything north to there, they pretty much, they shut everything down for opening day. <laughs> rifle.
0: Nobody's going to be there, Maybe I might as well.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> Automatic sickness day. So, Jeff, tell us about your uh, your setup right now. What are you using for a bow and all that stuff?
1: Um, This year I shot, both my bucks with the dart and maverick xt that i got from rex um then let's see um i just bought a prime black three just wanted to test it out see what it's going to do um not sure what i'm going to use next year yet but um i actually did talk to ted tonight just because um I know you guys were were Darton guys too, so um, Did you get some pickles. Like some pretty exciting stuff going on going on over there at Darton. Oh
0: my god, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah,
2: it's really it's- exciting actually to, to hear all that's going on around there with the uh, the buyout and all that stuff. So it's, yeah, uh, god, I, mean, I mean,
0: yeah,
1: Hale is like the factory is like ten fifteen minutes away from my house. You know, so wow. um, he said that they're you know looking to hire more people, and um, I, I know you know they didn't do much marketing before, so I think getting the name out there now with the, with the switch. Um, I think it's going to bring a lot more buzz to, to Darton.
0: Yeah. I think, I think this was, a uh, I don't want to say an airbag, but it was definitely, this is definitely going to help Darton dramatically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Not only will Randy bring, you know, new marketing to them, but money funding, you know, getting in front of all the black eagle people. I mean, it's literally a game changer in my mind. Um, so hopefully, hopefully, um, this, you know, he needs about a year to turn it, you know, the way he needs it. Cause I, we did ask those questions, you know, when can we expect new bows? When can, you know, right. so it's going to take them about a year just to get their feet wet and get moving. But it sounds like they're going to do a couple crossbow things this year um, and then work yeah. towards new compounds next year, but it's, it's much needed for Darden. I mean, yeah. most of these companies are putting out new bows every single year and it's constant, you know, and it's always something that looks sick. And, you know, I mean, you've seen it, you just bought a G five, right? I mean, yeah. <laughs> it, you're looking at different, you know, you're like, wow, that's pretty cool. And I mean, Hoyt did some cool stuff yeah. this year and, and Matthews and Bowtech. So there's so much going on that uh, to stick it out in this industry, in my opinion, you have to, first off, you have to be doing marketing. I mean, there's no doubt about yeah. that. <laughs> that's a number yeah. one. And they stopped doing that years ago. They really started cutting back. Yeah. So, this was like, in my opinion, the best thing that could have happened to Darden. Um, yeah. In going I, I got
2: to gotta say, I mean, after talking to Randy, Ra- Randy is one of those guys, like, the, the news hit the wires, right? The day that they announced everything, everybody was picking up on it. Dave gave Randy a call and was like, Hey, do you mind, you know, jumping on a podcast real quick? And, and, you know, two hours later, Randy sitting there talking to us about what's going on, what his plans are and what a phenomenal guy to be able to lead that organization. I mean, Darton has been such a, you know, well-known company. And like Dave said, they kind of dropped off the wire in regards to their, their marketing and all that kind of stuff. And to see Randy come in there and the opportunity that he has to really um, take them to the next level is super exciting.
3: Yeah, the thing yeah, about I it too is, oh, go ahead, go ahead.
1: I was just gonna say if if more people shot a darton and got it in their hand, I think that yeah. that alone. I mean, when I was in Green Bay, I had the thirty eight hundred. I bought uh, a Hoyt uh, Carbon Spider Turbo because I wanted to make a fast bow. Uh, I had the Matthews No Cam, and you know I'm tinkering with arrows <laughs> and shooting them through chronos and the the Darton was blowing everything out of the water. It was faster than the the spider, you know, the turbo cams. I'm like, and I had 80 pound limbs on it. I'm like, what
3: what the heck? <laughs> that <laughs> no. that that's what I was going to say is the thing about it is Darton has always had the quality. If they had yeah. just marketed the right way, they would be I mean, once people start seeing what this what their company yeah. does and everything, yeah. it's going to yeah. take off.
0: The 600, which I think was now the Demon or whatnot, or 700, somewhere in there. But that bow, I'll never forget it, because it was like a pocket rocket, and it was so powerful and so fast. And no one, I think, had any idea that their cam systems could do what they could do. And they were like, you know, powerhouse dual cam, you know, just boom. Every shot is just choo, choo, choo. And uh, that's one thing I'll never forget about Darden, and looking forward to getting back to playing with that again, to be honest, is just that mentality of a bow that's so hard hitting and so fast so quick um be right up with there with any bow if not like you said beating bows that are even you know less, more weight you know it's yeah. crazy
1: yeah for sure and it, i mean i'd never even really had any tuning issues or nothing it was like i would set it up shoot it through paper and it's like oh okay
2: that's
3: that's cool <laughs> the other thing too is their their crossbows have been awesome i killed yeah them my first bear with that crossbow of theirs and man, it smoked it.
0: So Um, Jeff, tell us about your, to your go-to broadhead. Like what do you like the best uh, mechanical fixed and uh, what, what brands?
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, I kind of go back and forth all the time. Like, ah, I'm going to go back to a fixed, Eh." but I mean, like this year I shot both my deer with the tripan. Um, I was using a heavy arrow, um, man, it just blew right through them and buried it in the dirt. And I'm like, why, you know, why fix it if it's not broken? Gosh, dang, it's so hard to, but I think this year I'm going to shoot, I'm going to try those, um, muzzy hybrids just to, I I have some, I'm like, you know what? I want to try them just, just to see. So I like to try new stuff. I shot my one, um, buck in the UP with, um, Levi Morgan Schwacker, um, worked really well. Um, so, i I like to try a bunch of different
0: stuff yeah yeah i agree i think it's fun to change them up like i I, it's really weird because like i'll have like when i was in texas honey and i shot four deer with the same broadhead not the same but the same model um yeah. And then last year I shot a deer with the same broadhead and I hit it weird and I hit it too high and too steep and it didn't do much of anything. It was the weirdest thing. And yeah. I was thinking the same thing you're thinking. I was like, oh, you know, why change if it works? Right. But then, <laughs> then I changed it. <laughs> and then the new one worked like really good. And I started yeah. thinking about it. And I'm like, it really comes down to the shot. Like you really need to wait for a nice broadside shot. That's, you know, um, I don't want to say level, but leveling shot, not like a yeah. steep angle shot. And I felt like I learned a lot this year from that. And I actually, we need to work on a video on that guys. I keep forgetting to do that, but I, you know, that steep angle stuff is tricky. You, you can't aim in the normal spots yeah. and, and I made that mistake and it hit behind the shoulder, but it hit that top rib cage, you know, and it just, <laughs> yeah. never seen anything like it. I'm like, what?
1: Actually this year right behind me right here, the one that I shot in Wisconsin, that was 12 yards like straight down with a rage and, um, obviously worked, but, um, you know, I'm pulling 70 pounds and I'm thinking that my arrow is buried in the mud and turns out that it never even exited. The whole arrow was stuck inside him. He ran, you know, 500, whatever yards and piled up. But, you know, I was, you know, like you were saying, it's like a straight down shot and it's, you just don't really know sometimes with those expandables, what they're going to do once they're hitting ribs at weird angles.
0: Yeah. For sure, I'm actually in this uh um this fixed blade thing right now, and I don't usually do this. I've always been a mechanical person, and this um past uh couple hunts I killed, I used the Muzzy One Solid Head, and it was incredible. So it's kind of like the Montec, and it yes. you know, it is a solid piece of equipment. It works really well. I haven't had any issues. I shot out of a crossbows dead on. I shot out of a compound, killed the deer, no problem. So, this year, and I, since we do BHP, I kind of always feel like I have to change anyway. It's like, you know, yeah. testing is kind of what we do. So, it's like, I don't really let any of the guys keep anything too long. <laughs> it's always like sh- every year it's a different bow. <laughs> Sometimes it's a new bow in six months. So, they do like yeah. a six month r- rotation. You know, spring turkey's a different bow than fall. But because we just want to, like, you know, get more of s- products in the field, it's one thing if you just use the same thing over and over, but that does no justice or helps anybody. So anyway, what I was getting to, though, is I just got the phone with ringer earlier today and they have a fixed head that's a solid piece as well. And I was looking at that and I'm like, wow, that actually looks really nice. And we had this same conversation. I went through all the different heads I've used and they're like, you got to try it. You got I'm telling you it'll work. And I'm like, sold. let's try (laughs) it works for me. I mean, I like I said, I trust anything that's machine like that where it's a solid piece. I'm good with it i would yeah. like to see it you know fl- in flight just to make sure there's no planing or issues of that nature but um another cool one we play with this year um that i recommend you playing with as well is the thorn crown it's like a rose bush this thing is vicious as vicious yeah, gets crazy. they yeah. they did it where you have this tip and then there's little blades bigger 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 all the way back and they're twisted it's
2: like a christmas tree almost
0: yes oh, oh. And it's vicious. We shot it through a ballistics gel and it like cored out a hole. Like oh, it's, <laughs> it's intense. It's intense. Yeah. I'd like so, to see how that flies at you know,
1: 60 yards.
0: That's see. Now they said this is, I haven't tested it for 60 yards. They said that this the, originally they designed it. They shot it 60 yards and it went crazy and they're like, oh, man, it's not going to work. So they started re-engineering, re-engineering, re-engineering. And that's why you, the blades are different sizes all the way back. They said, when they did it that way, they said now it's fine. It like flies perfect, and I'm like, I'm gonna have to test it still. But either way, yeah. it makes sense to me the way they explained it. You know?
1: Yeah, yeah, of course it makes sense when they explain it. <laughs> <laughs> Take my
2: money. Oh, I like you, Jeff. I like you. <laughs>
0: We have to start so so Jeff, episode, the Jeff, report.
2: <laughs> so Jeff tell us what you've been up to lately, man. You, you, uh, is the right term retired from, from the NFL? Is that the right term? You retired yeah, from the I'm NFL? A,
1: I'm just a retired old man. Now I just hang out and I don't do anything. <laughs> no more working out.
3: It's all over. <laughs> I know. I know what that's like.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Um, so we're going on two years now. I, um, I grew up working at an auto shop, changing tires and oil at one of my uncle's shop, and uh, he actually owned three of them at the time. And then um, I'd been done playing; I wasn't, you know, I wasn't playing for about a year. And um, he asked me if I'd be interested in buying a shop and running it. And I was like, "Well, it it was looking like, you know, I was done playing football because I wasn't really interested in flying around and trying out and living out of a hotel. You know, I got two little kids and married and." Just didn't really, didn't really interest me. Um, you know, seeing the business side of the NFL, I was like, nah. I know how that's pretty much going to end up. Yeah. Um, so we bought the shop. Um, you know, been fixing it up. I got a great group of guys. We've been busy as heck. Um, everybody's super positive. I'm able to help a lot of people out every day. Um, so I'm loving it. It's cool. What's dude. the name of it? Uh, Janice Tire and Auto. Awesome.
0: Listen, Joe, yep. I, I need a little help with something. It's called the Lions. <laughs> so if you could just no, drive down here no and apply no the four family hire, will hire you i mean you could do something jesus save this team jeff
1: yeah they uh they need more help than i could give
3: so. <laughs> hey what are, what are the odds uh since stafford's leaving that we're gonna get uh, uh green bay's quarterback <laughs>
1: Oh man, wouldn't that be something? That, that would be incredible. Who knows?
0: We need something though. I, I don't know he if he
2: would be well received after being a cheesehead, but you
1: know. Yeah, oh, I I, like the, oh he would like, be. I, Speaking I of that, like the situation going to Minnesota, it's like, ooh, man, that's a that's a bold move.
0: Did uh, did Brady and um, his ex coach there? Did they part on bad ways? You
1: no, know, I I'm not sure. I don't really watch too much TV anymore.
2: I just Come on, mate, no, I'm just
0: and, uh... I was just curious. If anybody knew because I I saw some article today. It said some like the guy had. I guess I don't know that guy's name. I don't remember his name, but I guess he's got a lot explained to do that to the family who owns the company or the owns them. Oh, based on the fact that Brady's going to the championship.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. There's so many rumors that I just like. Meh.
0: So I think it, I don't. I don't remember the show. Um, I, I think so with sports like that, Jeff. I, I you know, I never realized, um, the business side of sports. Like, I guess I just, you know, as a normal consumer doesn't play, I played sports in high school, whatever, but like, you know, like yeah. since I don't know the business, I never realized the way it really is until they had that show on HBO, um, which went behind the scenes. I forgot the name of it. it hard, knocks. hard knocks. And then, and then I'm like, this is what it's like on a football team. And then it <laughs> dawned on me that I'm like, this isn't really as fun as I thought it was anymore because now it's just a business. Like it's it's literally a business. They can care less about anybody. It's like, I mean, unless you're Brady or somebody at the very (laughs) highest level, it's like, you're just a number. And if you don't catch four catches that they wanted, you're out. I mean, it looks so weird to me. Just so strange.
1: Yeah. It's, it's very competitive because you have so many kids trying to make it to that Mm. level. And you know, I was a seventh round draft pick, so nothing was guaranteed for me. I had to make the team every single year. And even when I would come home, you know, people would read the news or whatever about me getting drafted, signing a four-year contract that, oh, you're you're there for four years, guaranteed. I'm like, no, they can get rid of you at any given second. Like, yeah. there's guys that I would, you know, come in and they, you know, you'd see one of the workers from upstairs just go tap them on the shoulder and it's like, Hey, bring your, uh, bring your playbook. It's like, Oh man. And oh. I mean, you literally don't know if you're going to have a job every single day.
2: And, um,
1: crazy. Uh, that's crazy. Uh, so kind of a so from theory.
2: a nerves perspective, when you look back at draft day versus buck fever, which one's worse,
1: <laughs> man, buck fever is so hard to to imitate. It is. <laughs> it is ridiculous. You know, and, and draft day for me was, Kind of drawn out because i was projected anywhere from the third to seventh round and I actually ended up going in the seventh because there was just so many receivers in my draft class that it was crazy so by the time the seventh round came it was kind of like okay come on what's gonna happen here
0: <laughs> yeah what's it um what was it what, do you do you remember a recall time or i mean you probably have at least one in your memory um but i guess playing college ball to go into nfl we're, I mean, when you got hit in the NFL, were you like getting hit? Was it like the worst hit you could imagine? Or is it like not this bad you thought it'd be, I guess, from college?
1: Um, It's not as bad other than the fact that those guys that in the NFL, like the D linemen and stuff, they are like almost as That's fast crazy. as you are. So wow. anytime you slow down or try to make a cut or something, those dudes are coming after you. And That's scary. I mean, like, yeah, the one time I made like one little stutter step, cut back, whatever, and all of a sudden just got nailed by a D-lineman. And I'm like, okay, that's that's different. That's like.
0: Yeah. Those guys are huge, man. I was watching um I was watching the game the other day and I was like, man, look how big that lineman is. He's like six six, like seven hundred yeah. pounds. Like, yeah, and they're man.
1: running like four or five
0: forties. It's like yeah. Crazy. Those guys are huge, man. <laughs> yep. So big. Uh, who's uh, uh, was there anybody you played with that you were just like kind of I don't want to say starstruck, but felt like, oh man, I can't I'm on the field with this guy. I mean,
1: pretty much my first meeting I had in Green Bay, um, you know, like Jordy Nelson came walking in, and I'm just like, there he is. <laughs> you know, I see, like Aaron and Clay Matthews, like walking by me. I'm like, oh my gosh, like, what am I doing here? Like, this is just insane. That's cool though. And then, I mean, the more you're around them, you just realize that they're just normal dudes that are yeah. good at playing football. <laughs> I mean, yeah.
2: The, so, how did they haze you at all? Um,
1: There was a little bit of hazing. I mean, nothing crazy. Like, we would have to buy meals and, you know, just if we were going on an away game, we would be expected. The rookies would have to buy, like, the food and carry it onto the plane and <laughs> stupid stuff like that. But. <laughs> The Packers were pretty laid back. They didn't cut her hair or anything crazy. It you
2: know, that, that sounds a lot like what Dave makes us do.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's interesting. Yes, Rogers makes enough money. You should be buying for you guys. Yeah, that's hey. what I'm saying.
2: I'm like, what
1: the heck? We get stuck with the bill at dinner. It's like, dude, you guys are the ones making all the money, and I'm just a rookie. <laughs> out of
3: here.
0: That's hilarious. Hey,
1: hey,
3: Jeff, how many of them guys did you get into hunting?
1: Oh, I would s- I would try to ask as many people as I could. You know, I uh, took Brett Hundley hunting. He shot his first deer with me. Um, Clay Matthews, he's actually really getting into it. He's, you know, he's still, he's still a rookie at it, but I mean, he's super interested in it. Um, So that was cool to see. Uh, There were some other guys like Corey Lindsley. He would always ask me questions about it. He does a little bit of bow hunting. Um, There's, (laughs) there was a lot of guys I tried. I tried to get Aaron into it, but he was like, nah, I just not into it <laughs> so.
3: anybody that uh didn't hunt at all and got talking to him and you got him into it like
1: um trying to think here so the problem is is like football season is right, right in the middle running. yeah yeah I was so just gonna ask it, about that. when you're like so focused on you know doing your job right in the nfl right. it's it's really tough to sway somebody into to doing it where you know me like i was already you know, super into hunting. So like every off day I'm like out there and like doing as much hunting as I could, you know? So it is kind of tough to, to get someone, you know, to start during football yeah. season.
2: Yeah. So yeah. when you did hunt during season, was it primarily in Wisconsin?
1: Yeah. So I pretty much only hunted in Wisconsin during season. Cause we would have, let's see, we'd have Tuesdays off. So I would pretty much use my off day to, to go hunt.
2: Awesome, and then when growing up, so you grew up in Michigan hunting, hunted Wisconsin. Have you noticed a big difference between Wisconsin Wisconsin hunting versus Michigan, other than deer size, of course? Because you know the Michigan deer that you showed us are rate and range, not the ones behind you, of course.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um. Well, I, I think I looked this up at one point. I think when I looked it up, there was Michigan has twice as many hunters as they do deer. And Wisconsin is the opposite. There's twice as many deer as there are hunters. So I mean, I think that alone really helps. But I mean, I felt like in Wisconsin, if you shoot something smaller than a 140, they're kind of like, "Well, why'd you shoot that?" You know. And here it's like, if you shoot a 140 here, yeah. it's like, "Oh my god,
2: the biggest yeah. deer ever!"
1: Yeah. Yeah, no. We I'm going
2: out to the world. Yeah, yeah. It's,
3: it's interesting.
0: A- it's interesting to me like um the uh i've talked to um the guys at real a lot and you know they they're friends with a lot of like you know luke bryan and you know a lot of yeah. these guys who are these really big people but it's interesting when you talk to them because i always ask the questions to tyler and them like hey you know who do you who do you guys hunt with or who do you you know hang out with and stuff and it's like it's like crazy the amount of land that they can hunt because they're they're friends yeah. with them yeah. so like they they have like i think the one guy is like fifteen thousand acres or something i think it's um uh, Oh Blake Shel- Shelton! Blake oh yeah, Hill? in Oklahoma. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Like I'm just like, what? And it's like, oh yeah, you know, come out, blah blah blah. I'm like, what in the heck? I'm like, I'll be oh, happy right. with 15 acres. Where's my invite? <laughs> hey, Tyler, call me.
2: Yeah. <laughs> know, do, you, do you own your own hunting land in Michigan, or how, what are you doing in Michigan for hunting?
1: Yeah, so um, my father-in-law, we have he has like 240 acres. So I've pretty much been hunting with him on that, right down the road from our house. Um, it's a pretty good spot for, for Michigan, you know, we yeah. really pull four or five, eight points off of it every year. So awesome. um, yeah, it is, it is a pretty good area to hunt. Um, but I'm always, I'm, I've been trying to look for some place down South, um, in like Hillsdale County area, um, try and get a lease or something down there, but man, everything's taken up down there.
3: For sure. You, you guys put food plots out or anything? Do you do food plots?
1: Oh yeah. Yep. I really got into food plots towards, um, like towards my end, my time in green bay i got hooked up up with um doug Costriva from horny Buckseed. Uh, super nice guy got me really into food plots so um i love doing that now too i mean just everything the whole work with the tractor i mean everything it, i love yeah. it
3: me too me too it's i'm finding that's more fun than even hunting sometimes
1: <laughs> yeah almost just watching what you plant grow yeah. i mean it, it kind of sounds stupid but <laughs> i, <don't, laughs> it is I fun. love
3: it Yeah. I learned how to drive a tractor. I'm like, man, this is awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I love a little bit of
1: tractor time.
2: So how has, um, how has COVID been for you, man? I mean, it's been, you know, everybody, these lockdown orders here in Michigan company been surviving. Okay. And what, what have you been up to during COVID?
1: Yeah. I mean, we're considered an essential business, you know, because we have mechanics and whatnot. So, um, and I, I, we're super blessed because it hasn't really affected us at all. If awesome. not, I mean, yeah. we've just been super busy. I don't know if people have been putting their time off to, you know, not get their car fixed and now they have time. So they're like, let's do it. Man, it's just been, it's been crazy, which is, it's a good thing for us, but I know there's a lot of small businesses up here that I can't say the same. So, <laughs> so now, now it
2: goes out to all of them, man. It's, it's for not sure. easier to to really restrict your business. It's not, I mean, for a month is one thing, but you know, for go, yeah. going on almost a full year now, it's uh, it, it, it sucks, man, for sure. So what, what, um so 2021, so we're past 2020, thank God coming up in 2021, you got any hunts plan coming up or what are your, what are your plans uh, for the season this year?
1: Yep. Um, I'll probably go back to Kansas again. Um, I'm trying to make that a routinely yearly thing. Um, I have a hunt booked in Kentucky for like the opener that, that week, uh, with one of my, one of my buddies I played with in, in Green Bay, he's from that same area. So I'm going to go down there and see if I can get a velvet buck. That'd be my first, first That'd time be awesome. There. Yeah. Um, so as of right now, just those two places, but you never know one of my other buddies is really big in hunting. And like this year he was like, we were done hunting. He's like, you want to go to Ohio? I'm like,
2: sure. <laughs> Love it. Those Ohio bucks, man. They're, uh, they're worth it for sure. Yeah. So what, hey, well, what about Turkey you guys? Cause you're, you're big Turkey country up there, right?
1: Yeah. We got lots, lots of turkeys up here.
2: <laughs> yeah. You, you, you do any spring Turkey hunting? Um, I got into it really, you know, in,
1: in green Bay, And then once I got back home and it's kind of different here, you got to apply for your tag and yada, yada. Wisconsin was, I feel like it was a little bit easier, but um, I I did apply this year. So I'm probably going to hit it this spring and and see what I can do. Awesome.
3: Hey, Jeff, you ever been out to South Dakota or out West?
1: Yeah, actually, I I got some, uh, I got a couple nice sets of sheds here on the wall from South Dakota and some, uh, some big old perch that I caught out there.
3: Yeah. Now's the time to do it when you're young and in shape. Don't wait. Yeah, <laughs> don't, don't do like me when I waited a couple of years ago, I was like, Oh my God, this is hard.
1: <laughs> yeah. Lots of wide open space out there.
3: Yeah. And you're either walking up or you're walking down. There's nothing flat where I was hunting. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the local county, that, that'll get you, that'll get you ready for, for anything.
2: What's your, uh, what's your dream hunt?
1: Um, I'd say I want to do a moose hunt somewhere. I don't know oh. where, but. I think a moose hunt, that's, that's kind of my, my bucket list type of hunt. With a bow? Oh, of course. Yeah. I want to get about 10 yards from a big
3: old old moose. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, I was
0: looking at um, I was looking at where your shop's at, Jeff. That's what I was looking up on my left here. And uh, we, oh. uh, Kevin, and I got friends that um, they actually sold their house, but they 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 had a house around twenty three there, off of twenty three on the right um, to the east side there on the water. And okay. anyway, so we spent a lot of time there. But uh, a little tidbit actually, Kevin uh, is really good friends with the family who owns G's Pizzeria for years since he was a oh, kid. Yeah. <laughs> it's so we always stop at G's when we're up there in that in that region. It's so funny. Yep.
3: Yep. yep.
1: It's a pretty pretty uh, popular pizza place around here.
3: Have you ever been to the one in West Branch?
1: Um, uh, no, I haven't. I've drove by it a million times, but the, never actually been there.
3: Next time you drive by it, you got to stop in there. So Oh, the bear. The G's Pizzeria is owned by the Gallia family and yeah. the brothers all own different ones. Like Chris, the one in West Branch is owned by Chris and he's a huge hunter. Okay. And he's got he's got a bear in there that he got off of Kodiak Island. That was at the time the largest bear taken off of Kodiak Island. And it's just phenomenal. Dang.
1: Okay. It is, no. It's,
3: it's a full mount encased in glass. And the thing stands like if if it was standing up, it'd be over 13 feet tall. It's just <laughs> <Peace>. it's incredible. <laughs> and if Chris if Chris is there, tell him to tell you the story, because he almost died getting it. But Oh geez. Yeah. yeah. It's it's amazing. It's amazing hunt story. So if you, uh, how, how I uh, have you, I know
2: you have if you haven't, I'd be very surprised, but how often do you go to Northwoods and have you gotten your kayak with your free oars yet?
1: <laughs> Man, Northwoods is a freaking madhouse. I try, it? It's like Walmart. I try to like not even go there anymore because it's just like so many people. It's like, Holy cow. <laughs> it's kind of funny though. He has a, uh, he has like a big garage warehouse in Tawas and I drove by it one day with the door open and it was just stuffed full of kayaks as many as <laughs> you can there.
0: Wow. I love
2: and, it, man. That place is, uh, I, I, I hunt in, um, with a buddy of ours at a property, uh, just North of Mayo, um, just actually just North of Fairview. And, uh, you know, we, we had up 75 up 33 and every time, man, as soon as we pass that, uh, what is it? 181, um, we're, we take it to the right yep. and we got to hit up Northwoods for at least a little bit. So
1: <laughs> every time.
2: <laughs> oh, there's the bear. It's-
1: Holy Check- cow. Holy
0: cow!
2: Check
3: that bad boy out.
0: <laughs> Holy cow. I didn't even get a picture of it. Yeah. We should have him on the podcast to tell the story.
3: Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. The
0: heck? I yeah, need to Get a photo of this thing. Yeah. I guess. It's a <laughs> good story.
3: There. Jeff, how old are your kids, man?
0: Uh, Carter is three
1: and Peyton, my youngest. Uh, she is a year and a half now.
2: And he, either one of them been out with you at all hunting?
1: No. Oh, not yet, uh, man. I don't know
2: if they could stay quiet enough.
1: <laughs> <No>.
2: <laughs> I get it. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. think ours, ours was what about seven or eight before we started taking them out, Connor shot his first year, the first year. They they weren't
1: very quiet though.
2: (laughs) No, but it was seven years old when his first one, but those years are coming, man, for sure.
1: Yeah. Really looking forward to that. I mean, he has like a little Nerf bow that I'll be down here in the basement shooting my bow and he's, he's always grabbing his, he stays behind me. All right. Can I go get my arrows? like, yep, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) I love it.
0: I love it. Yeah, we've been playing. There's a, a little fun thing um, called the Desire from Bear Archery. It's a little crossbow. It's real small. It's like a little handheld one. Um, obviously, a lot of safety with it, but uh, it's actually fun for, with the kids. They love that thing. It's a this lot. one. Oh, there oh, it is. Yeah. Little guy. <laughs> got a red dot on it. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, No joke. though. No, it still shoot shoots
2: balloons. what, 180, 180 feet per second? Oh, it's pretty. It yeah. Damage. Yeah. Dang.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's fun, though. We also got a blowgun. From cold steel, <laughs> which we can use that air air gun, or whatever. <laughs> so, didn't you tried
2: you tried to shoot me with that
0: once. No, that wasn't that. I don't know oh, how I safe that is with that. COVID now. We can't all use it. We have to clean it every it, time. It has three different yeah, good point. <laughs> it has three different heads. It has a plastic head one that you can shoot at Tim's butt. It has a little <laughs> tip, like a needle, and then it has an actual freaking broad head built into it. There's three <laughs> yeah. different options. It's crazy.
1: What are your guys' thoughts on the uh the bows?
0: So yeah. Airbow is interesting to me. I was very disappointed, actually, when Michigan uh, didn't legalize it, um, for at least for you know the gun season. I felt like, why not? But I, I am a firm believer in technology, and I feel like if you don't let people use the airbow, if you don't support Crossman with the airbow, it's like saying, don't come up with any new tech. Forget about it. We just want an old traditional bow. Walk away. I mean, literally, that's what the industry is saying if we can't approve something that's going to help somebody. I mean, it makes no sense as far as like using in bow season, I mean, probably not. I understand it's basically shooting air, which would be, you know, it's like a BB gun or I guess a gun in some case. I, don't get me wrong. Do I want to use an archery season? Sure. I'd use an archery season, but I understand why people won't allow that. I get that part.
1: Have but, you ever, yeah. have you ever shot one? We, yeah, three we, did, of them. Have we still got one. Yeah.
0: yeah three of them. Awesome. <laughs> yeah.
1: I did a, I did a video of with one um, with Ted's holdover. He was like, he's kind of like a, a famous air gun guy. Um, we made a pretty cool video because uh, I got one from Crossman when they came out with it. And man, I was, I was so shocked at what that thing could do. I mean, it's so easy. Like me being a receiver with uh, yeah, me being a receiver, you know, using my hands and everything to cock a crossbow and stuff. I'm like loading it like, ah, please don't rip my finger <laughs> yeah. off. You know, with that thing I'm like, slide it in. Yeah. Cock it.
0: Dunk. Genius. Man, this is, wait 400 feet per second too so it's killing yeah. anything i mean literally i, I don't know I, I just i really hope that it might take a couple more years i just hope Crossman doesn't give up in the meantime right and and that's my only fear is like please don't not sell it you know because it will once it's legal it will sell like hot cakes i mean it is priced right crossbows nowadays two thousand dollars and up is getting normal in the crossbow market so no this their crossbow i believe that air was 1400 at the time and i don't know if it still is but I mean, there is so much option there. Um, in fact, you know what? I'm going to do a new video on that bow because I, I think it, it's not getting enough play. I think we need to reju- rejuvenate that bow because it's it's interesting. Now, with Raven kind of running the marketing for Crossman and center, center point, I'll be curious to see if they decide to take that a different direction because um, now with their new crossbow at 500 feet per second, things are getting – Interesting. Very fast.
2: Right? Well, that, that's what I was going to say. It is going to be very interesting as the the crossbow industry kind of evolves here, because one of the arguments that was made against Crossman was the speed that it was throwing the bolts out at or the arrows. I don't even know what they call them in, a, in, a, in an airbow. <clears throat> one of the arguments was how fast it was shooting. Well, now you got these crossbows, like Raven, who just launched a 500 feet per second crossbow that's right in line with what the uh, airbow was doing um what's the argument now on that so i i'm a firm believer and i'm a crossbow guy so don't get me wrong i don't really do a lot of compound or anything like that but i'm one of those guys like i I realize in the industry there there's a generation that's kind of falling off right the the, our, our the younger generation isn't really coming into bow hunting as much as what the older generation does and so we have a shrinking population of hunter overall There's still a lot of hunters in Michigan. Don't get me wrong, but just overall, there's a shrinking population of hunters. And for that technology to come out and really maybe pique the interest of somebody that's never hunted before, I think that to me is worth it in and of itself because we need to keep the tradition alive, you know, sustainability, conservation, being out in the field. And, you know, any technology that can do that to me, I think is just beneficial to the industry as a whole.
0: It's on their website. It's $900.
2: That's crazy. Oh. Oh. That's yeah. cheaper than like, that's cheaper than most mid-range crossbows. I just
0: right. hope that. Well, I hope it's not nine hundred dollars because they just sold them out and then they're done. You know, <laughs> I just I yeah. hope that that's not the case.
1: Yeah, I mean, mine was shooting uh, four hundred and seventy feet per second. You know, and wow. that was like that was like six consistent shots all right Holy about the cow. same. I mean, the grouping on it was insane. I shot offhand, just you know, standing holding. I shot an apple off of the head of like a dummy at sixty yards.
2: I that's was just,
1: awesome man wow holy that's cow that wow.
3: is crazy well somebody who was that one of them guys took a, a water buffalo down uh, shocky shocky yeah yeah, yeah. A water buffalo down
1: that's there. when it came out yeah that thing. Yeah. they're powerful that's for sure
2: so no doubt. well hey man when when uh this covid stuff all settles down you gotta travel maybe a little bit farther farther south when we get back in the studio we can do uh we can do a podcast with all of us in the same room Potentially at some yeah, point. No
1: kidding. that'd be bored, <laughs> right?
0: Test slide video. We're gonna test those broadheads. There we go. I like it. We're gonna break some stuff.
2: Yeah, yeah you wanna shoot it. If you want to <laughs> shoot Kevin's wall, it's all yours too. <laughs> <laughs>
3: all yeah, good.
1: Nobody shot the wall in about a year or so. That was yeah, not cool. he
0: leaves a
3: <laughs> year. Yeah. Hey, it happens every time I go to Florida, which I'm leaving pretty soon. So <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably come back with a couple more holes in my wall. <laughs>
1: Yeah. My house is brand new. I've already got, uh, uh, a few in the behind the target there. It's like, oh, whoops. I've been trying. to oh, <laughs> just move the target over a little bit.
3: <laughs> so, so you got a brand new house. What's this room you're in here? You got a special. Uh... Yeah,
1: so I had like a in the basement, we have like the, half the basement's finished and then half of it's mechanical. And then right off the mechanical room, um, I can come down the stairs from the garage straight into this room where all my hunting stuff is clothes and boots. Oh, and that's a know, good idea. All nice. that good stuff. So I don't have to walk through the house and keep the dog they out, they like, yelled it. i think there, we gotta
0: yeah. get jeff a bhp sticker back there i don't see any bhp stuff behind it behind him
1: oh, no, <laughs> I, I, I don't BHP stuff, man <laughs> hey, yep We have to send a
0: care package hey, package coming <laughs>
3: hey, hey dave check right. this
0: out oh nice job kevin awesome <laughs> we're working on a video for these it's a uh, um these mounts woodhaven and um I uh, asked Kevin to see if he started start doing some mounts with it, but that's awesome. That really came out that good. That looks like the ones I bought off Amazon a couple years ago. It might be. Might
1: yeah, be. I got something similar. It's got, like, my picture on it and everything. Is, Is it a- really? Cool.
3: Yeah, this uh, this one has some that they have a picture, too, yeah. Let's see the one you Mine, Mine's
1: got a little turkey uh, picture on it. Oh, the beard oh, yeah. fell off. I, know, I just well. the beard off, but, yeah, it's got, like, a little... Picture yeah.
3: everything. Oh, yeah, that's awesome.
0: That's yeah. cool. Yeah, they, they come with something to hang the uh,
1: spurs
3: on and the beard. Yeah. yeah.
1: Actually, knock the beard off. Oops.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you didn't give me a beard, Dave, so there's no beard on this one.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I know. Yep. Is that the know. beard you lost? Hey, okay, now watch. It. <laughs> <Could> Tim will <laughs> cut a piece of his beard off and we're good to go. There right you go. for oh. you,
2: man. You got to promise to put it in a locket and always wear it.
0: Jeff Jans, thanks man appreciate you guys uh, hanging out with us It's a lot of fun dude yeah no problem thanks for having me good talking to you guys extra clip
2: I was gonna Very say cool. those don't look like Michigan deer behind you <laughs>
1: no, no I I many of those are, <clears throat> except for the corner up here he's uh he's a public man that was one of my dad's oh, nice. awesome I could probably show you the oh cool yeah those are the Michigan deer yeah, yeah. there. <laughs> there you go <laughs> I got to cut that. In.
0: I, <laughs> <God. laughs> I got to tell you, that last take was even better than the first.
3: This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand